0: Welcome to Unews, the podcast, using the power of Univision to bring the news that matters to you in English. Today is Thursday, June 25th, I'm Carolina Sarasa, and these are today's headlines. Officials in Houston sounding the alarm warning that the city could become the new epicenter of the pandemic in the U.S. President Trump traveling to Wisconsin as more members of his own staff moving to quarantine after his rally in Tulsa. And just one day after a Senate bill was blocked by Democrats, the House announced their own sweeping plan for police reform in America. This and much more today on U News, transmitting live from our newsroom in Miami. And we begin with this, major cities across the U.S. fear an apocalyptic coronavirus surge as the number of cases continues to increase every day. Houston, Texas, now set to become the new epicenter. Now governors in the most impacted states are asking people to practice safety precautions. Lorraine Casares has more details.
1: A grim new coronavirus prediction, researchers from the University of Washington say more than 179,000 Americans will die by October 1st. The green line on this graphic shows if masks were worn universally, the death toll could drop by about 33,000 more.
2: From pretty much every state that we've looked at, if we can get people to wear masks, We can not only save lives, but I sort of think of it as we can also save the economy because we can Mm -hmm. keep business going.
1: This comes as more than half of the U.S. is seeing an increase in week to week cases with records being set in California, Florida and Texas for single day coronavirus case reports.
3: You need to understand COVID-19 is still here. Is spreading faster than ever before. Experts
1: warning Houston can now become the worst affected city in the country, the governor stopping short of implementing a stay-at-home order.
3: There's never a reason for you to have to leave your home unless you do need to go out. The safest place for you is at your home.
1: In California, numbers soared on Wednesday with more than 7,000 cases. Governor Newsom pleading with young residents that might be infected but asymptomatic.
4: Be careful about mom and dad. Be careful about your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, your grandparents, because they remain vulnerable.
1: In Florida, the hardest hit County, Miami-Dade hit a 27% COVID positivity rate on Wednesday. For leaders, 10% was the maximum acceptable for reopening. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez said he'll ask the city commission to implement a civil fine for up to $250 for those not wearing a mask in public. Meanwhile, the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey and Connecticut, where cases continue to drop, governors have imposed a 14-day quarantine for travelers from state with high coronavirus rates. You fly into New York, we'll have your name, we'll know where you're supposed to be staying, uh, there'll be random checks. Governor Cuomo says that people that violate The quarantine the first time will be fined $2,000, $5,000 for second time violations and up to $10,000 if people's actions end up hurting a lot other people. Meanwhile, right now, there is 21 states and D.C. that are requiring masks. And in Texas, where masks are not required, the governor just announced that he is pausing reopening by canceling elective medical procedures. Back to you, Carolina.
0: Thank you, Lorraine, for that live report. Meanwhile, in Washington, Vice President Mike Pence arrived at a GOP Senate lunch on Wednesday and he was wearing a mask. He did not respond to shouted questions on the topic. President Trump and members of his administration have refused to wear a mask in public, even at crowded campaign rallies and White House events. And the decision to wear a mask has divided Americans. A new study says that using one has dramatically reduced the number of coronavirus cases. Grecia Lastram has more details.
5: Wearing face masks in public prevented as many as 450,000 new cases of coronavirus, according to a new study. That study published online in the journal Health Affairs. Estimates between 230,000 and 450,000 cases of the virus were prevented in the states that enacted requirements for mask use between April 8th and May 15th. Researchers say wearing face masks in public reduced the daily number of coronavirus cases by as much as 2 percent in Washington, D.C. And the 15 states that mandated their use compared to the states that did not. The longer the mandates were in place, the higher the reduction in COVID-19 cases. Researchers also looked at the 20 states that imposed employee-only mandates but not public mask use and did not find a significant impact on the spread of the coronavirus in those states. The study did have some limitations, including the inability to measure the actual use of face coverings in any community. And researchers were only able to measure confirmed cases of COVID-19. Despite evidence, that infection rates in some communities were higher. This is Grecia Lastra reporting for U News.
0: And President Trump is making his second trip this week to a crucial swing state. He departed the White House on his way to Wisconsin. Now, recent polls show him losing ground to former Vice President Joe Biden in this coming election. And Linares has more on the president's visit.
2: President Trump heading to the northeastern part of the Badger State to visit the Marinette Marine Shipyard. Later, he'll be making a stop in Green Bay, where he will tape a town hall meeting with Fox News. Even though this is not an official campaign trip, the events will give Trump an opportunity to appear before voters in a state that could be pivotal in deciding the November election. Both Trump and Biden hope to win Wisconsin this November after Trump narrowly carried the state four years ago, handing it to Republicans for the first time in years. A New York Times-Siena College poll released Wednesday shows Trump trailing Biden by 14 points. Biden is currently garnering 50 percent of the vote compared with 36 percent for Mr. Trump.
6: Before I began my remarks,
2: The former I VP also strengthening his lead among women and non-white voters. While Trump travels and attends rallies, Biden continues to avoid campaigning that involves large crowds. Before but he's bringing remarks, in a record number of new donors, donors and donations to his campaign. He's, he's also hoping for a boost for from the man he served alongside We're for eight years.
0: Good to see you, Mr. President. Thank you. Love you, Joe.
2: Former President Barack Obama, who slammed Trump for his handling of coronavirus,
6: Uh, suggests that uh, a a deadly disease is fake news. That sees uh, the Justice Department as simply an extension and an arm of the personal concerns of the president.
2: Meanwhile, as the nation sees a rise in coronavirus cases, dozens of Secret Service agents will be quarantined following President Trump's rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's according to a law enforcement official who described the quarantine as a precaution. This comes after eight Trump staffers who helped set up the event tested positive for the coronavirus, as well as two Secret Service agents. Delegates to the Democratic National Convention in Milwaukee are being told not to make travel plans because of COVID-19. Instead, the convention will be anchored in Milwaukee with virtual satellite events conducted throughout the nation. In Miami, Florida, Andrea Linares, U
0: News. Thank you, Andrea, for that report. And now Attorney General William Barr is set to testify before Congress next month. A Justice Department spokesperson tweeted that Barr will appear before the House Judiciary Committee on July 28th. The announcement comes as calls to impeach Barr have grown. Justice Department employees are preparing to testify against him, calling his decision-making political and accusing Barr of giving in to the president's wishes. And the new job report is in. Nearly 1.5 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits in the week ending June 20th. That's a drop of 60,000 from the previous week. Applications for jobless aid have surpassed 1 million for 14 straight weeks, with claims more than twice as high as the worst week during the Great Recession. And with so many people unemployed, there are increasing calls for Washington to do more to help those in need. Luis Mejid has the latest on that effort.
3: The money in the first stimulus check has been spent. The economy is still in crisis and millions are asking for more help. A few days ago, President Trump said more help is coming.
6: We had this going better than... uh Anybody's ever seen before we had the best job numbers the best economics the best economy we've ever had and then we had the virus come in from China and now we're rebuilding it again uh, we will be doing another stimulus package it'll be very good it'll be very generous and how much how much how be, much people want to know you'll find out about it
3: The House approved a proposal in May, but the Senate has yet to discuss it, and there will be changes.
6: We're talking about a bunch of different ideas that we may need to do, and, and another bill, and we want to take our time and make sure we're thoughtful. So whatever we do, it'll be much more targeted, much more focused on jobs, bringing back jobs, and making sure we take care of our kids. If you're
3: anxiously waiting for the second check, you better be patient. The Senate will start talking about it by the end of July when will you get the money? It's hard to say. If everything goes well, being optimistic, perhaps you'll get it in mid-September. In San Francisco, Luis Mejid, U News. Thank you,
0: Luis, for that report. And now the EU is considering closing its borders to travelers from some countries, including the U.S., to protect its citizens from coronavirus. Officials in Europe are looking at a number of factors, including the number of new infections, the trend of those infections, and how treatment is progressing. The U.S. has the highest rate of COVID-19-related deaths and infections in the world. Meanwhile, more than 7,000 people who work at Disney World in Florida are worried about the park reopening. They have signed an online petition asking for a delay. The park is currently prepping for a phase reopening July 11th. Disney is putting several measures in place to reopen safely, but staffers who signed the petition are hoping they will reconsider, saying it is not fair to ask people who work there to risk their lives. There's a similar petition by Disneyland workers in California, which has nearly 50,000 signatures. On Wednesday, that park announced it is pushing its scheduled reopening. A date has not been set. And welcome back to U News. The Supreme Court ruled today that the Trump administration can deport some people seeking asylum without allowing them to make their case to a federal judge. Attorneys who argued the case worry this decision would make it hard to question the actions of immigration officials at the border. Janet Rodriguez had the details from Washington, D.C. Janet.
3: Well, it was a seven to two ruling with Alito taking the lead for the majority, basically arguing that if three officers at the border, the detaining officer, their supervisor and an immigration officer there cannot say that there is credible fear, there is no need for that immigrant to go on and present a case in front of a federal court and that immigrant will be eligible then for a quick deportation so expedited deportation as they call it and this was uh, presented on behalf of a sri lanka refugee who had that same process denied to him he couldn't go in front of the federal court and his lawyers were trying to say that that was not due process for that immigrant that he did fear that going back to sri lanka would put his life at risk the aclu lawyers who defended the case said today after the ruling that it would be hard to question the actions of immigration officials at the U.S. border, and this decision will impact potentially tens of thousands of people at the border who will not be able to seek a review of erroneous denial of asylum. Now, Sonia Sotomayor, George Sotomayor. And Judge Allegheny Keegan dissented, saying that today's decision handcuffed the judiciary's ability to perform its constitutional duty to safeguard individual liberty. But in a 7-2 win for the administration to make it even harder for people seeking asylum to remain in the U.S. and fight their case. And
0: Janet, apart from the Supreme Court ruling, what else is the administration trying to do to prevent asylum seekers from entering the U.S.?
3: Well, the administration has basically tried to make dismantling the asylum process a centerpiece of their immigration efforts. And on Tuesday, they put up a review in the federal registry that would make even harder for people to come to the border and seek asylum. There will be new rules that are under consideration for the next 30 days. And if those pass, it would make it, as I said, even harder for anyone to solicit that benefit at the U.S. border. Back to you.
0: Thank you, Janet, for the live report from Washington, D.C. Now, House Democrats are ready to pass a historic police reform today, setting the stage for a showdown with Republicans in the Senate. This just one day after the Senate At failed to advance said, a GOP-led police reform bill. House Democrats will use passage of their legislation to pressure Cleo Republicans Marrow on the tougher changes they're asking. Cleo the goal is to prevent excessive use of police force nationwide. George Floyd's death on May 25th sparked nationwide protests over police brutality and racial injustice that have put pressure on Congress to act. And it has been happening across the country, thousands reporting an increase in illegal fireworks going off at all hours of the night. Blanca Rosa Vilches takes a look at the growing problem in New York
1: City.
4: It's not the 4th of July yet, but it seems like it is in the streets across New York City. No duermo. They don't let me sleep. It sounds like a bomb, she says. They wake up my son and my entire family in the middle of the night, says this mother. Several cities like New York, Boston and Pasadena have had their emergency response systems overwhelmed with thousands of 911 calls. This week, a homeless man in New York City was attacked with fireworks at midnight while he was sleeping on the street.
1: This is a real problem.
4: New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio also launched a plan to send agents into neighborhoods who will be in charge of dealing with the biggest fireworks problems. The city will also summons the residents
0: that do not obey the new measures. In New York, Blanca Rosa Vilches, U News. Thank you, Blanca. And now to an update from Texas on the search for the 20-year-old Army soldier, Vanessa Guillen. Pedro Rojas has been following the case and has more details from Belton, Texas. Pedro.
3: Yes, we're here in Belton, Texas, where Tim Miller and his team of Texas Circle Search have been staying in the last few days with this fifth time yeah. of efforts to find Vanessa Guillen, and you have said that uh, so far no results, and today you are deciding to go ahead and temporarily suspend this search. Tell correct. us a little
6: bit about yeah, it. yeah, correct, and uh, it's very difficult to to suspend the search. I mean, we came in here with a, with a lot of uh, very extremely optimistic that we're going to end up with results. and. And here we are, so, you know, we're a a phone call away. I think the investigation certainly is moving forward. Uh, We're one phone call away and four hours away of being back here. I I talked with the sister, it was heartbreaking on her, it was heartbreaking on me to go ahead and give her the news. We was gonna temporarily suspend it, but uh, I think we've used up every resource that we've got at this time. And again, I'm optimistic things are going to move forward. I'm optimistic we're going to be back, and uh, and I think there will be an end to this story. Uh, as I told the sister, I just don't believe it's going to be today.
3: One one of the things that we have noticed is that at least in the last week and a half, there were more more information coming out, but. Again, you were hitting dead ends because there was no much to go by as far as facts or what have you. What was the problem that you saw in the
6: last uh, the, Well, you know, yeah, we had many, many calls come in. Many came into the military. Many came into us. We forwarded all the leads that came into us to the military. There many investigators work in this case, the Texas Rangers, the game wardens. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. And um, unfortunately, none of the, uh, none of the information developed into what we was hoping it was going to develop. Um, Like I said uh, earlier, every area that we were in searching, we had a reason to be there. And uh, we know where she's not, so uh, hopefully the information's going to come in and we'll know where she is. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for your efforts and thank you for what you've done here in this area. As, as Tim said, his team is
3: basically leaving the area in the next few hours, as a matter of fact. And as he said, he will be just a phone call away in case the family or the detectives come back with another information. He will be back here in Central Texas. Back to you.
0: More of you news after this short break. Welcome back to U News. Venezuelan leader Nicolás Maduro said Wednesday he is open to holding a recall referendum on his rule in 2022. Last week, the president of Venezuela's government-backed Assembly, Diosdado Cabello, said parliamentary elections will be held before the end of the year, but he did not provide a specific date. Meanwhile, the pandemic continues to spread in Latin America and nearly 50% of all COVID-19 cases globally can be found in the Americas, and the numbers continue to climb. The Regional Director of the World Health Organization says cases in the region have tripled from 690,000 one month ago to now 2 million. Meanwhile, in Mexico, a set of newborn triplets have been diagnosed with COVID-19, even though it is extremely rare for babies to be born with the virus. Local health officials have not disclosed much about this extraordinary case, but they did say that the triplets are in stable condition. And as many in Mexico continue to stay home, there's a growing problem. Some are facing the abuse of seniors. Carla Rivera has that story from the Capitol.
4: Fernando is 68 years old. He's a taxi driver. For years, he has suffered mistreatment at the hands of his children. However, during the COVID nineteen pandemic, the tensions at home increased. I don't know what to do. It's through this that getting home makes me sad. Sometimes I don't want to go home. Sometimes I see my son nervous, and when his nervousness, he wants to explode, and that's when he wants to hit me. The elderly had been at higher risk for developing more serious complications from COVID-19. However, during the confinement, they have also been vulnerable to another problem, physical and mental mistreatment. Although the local Mexico government reported that complaints in general decreased during quarantine, the number of complaints regarding family violence increased.
6: There are different types of violence,
4: there is physical violence, heritage violence and in a small percentage there is also sexual violence. According to a recent report, the elderly suffer abuse at the hands of their sons and daughters. One of Fernando's sons is a drug addict. In order to get money, he has sold Fernando's belongings and has stolen his bank card. Violence at home has led to Fernando using his taxi for work and to sleep. I leave my house at 3 or 4 in the morning when he gets aggressive and starts screaming. I leave the house, take my keys, I drive to the center or side of the city, park my taxi, and go to sleep. Elderly abuse has become prevalent during the pandemic, with many reporting fear of being killed by their family members. My daughter hits me. She broke my arm. I don't know what to do because this is not the first time it happens. I'm afraid that she will kill me. She will do anything to keep my house. From Mexico City, Carla Rivera,
0: UNIUS.